All right, folks, glad to be with you. It's the Light the Lamp podcast. Brian Blessing and Cam Stewart with you again. I'm hanging in Vegas, Cam's north of the border. Lots of developments on the ice and off the ice in the NHL, Cam. Another week, lots of news to get to. How you doing, pal? I'm doing pretty good, Brian. Yeah, it's it's been tough, man. I'll tell you the that shootout thing. Uh, you, I remember when I first told you a long time ago. Oh, you're like, man. nah, you can't be that unlucky. I'm like, yeah. And then you've seen it so many times, Brian. The Boston game, and you know what? The last time we got one with Ottawa, but that's uh, 14 out of 15 losers. And know the funny thing is, I've gone through our record, and we're still making money. So imagine if water actually found its level, what kind of money we'd be making? It would be absolutely insane. Buddy, you, I, honestly, how many times have we run, you know, second in a golf tournament? I ran second two weeks in a row in NASCAR. Tyler Reddick, 20 to 1, two more laps, you to won the race. Keselowski last week. Yep. Guys in the golf tournament hovering around the win and can't get it done. Um, you know. It, it's, it's life. But, <laughs> it's but, life. But I, mean, but, I mean, that's frustrating stuff. But that's, I mean, honestly, Cam, you would think a shootout should almost be wouldn't you think it'd be close to a 50-50 or even at worst a 60-40 proposition? Yeah, I, you and what, you're Brian? on the losing end of all those? Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I take 40%. People go, are you nuts? It's kind of like what if I sit down at the blackjack, yeah, I'll, I'll take 40%. I, I'd love 40%. You know, that, people are like, you're crazy? You're going to lose like six and uh, win four? Yes, that sounds fantastic. But, Brian, there's been a lot of great news. Uh, this week, we talked about it, the NHL and ESPN, and let's call it out for what it is. That means it's growing. We talked about the sports books. We're watching broadcasts. We got different sports books with teams, and me and you have been beating the drum to try to, you know, get the goaltender information out earlier, help us all out. But I'll tell you one thing, and ESPN, that's going to help things. I When I was down at the hotel with my brother, remember when we were uh, visiting you, there was a Calgary-Colorado game. Like, we had to go we had to go to different bars because we couldn't even get it in our room because we didn't know the CNBC feed or this satellite or whatever. But if they could put some of these games on ESPN, I think that would be absolutely fantastic. I think that would be huge for us. And, uh, yeah, it would be good for the game. Why, $400 million bucks coming in a year and listen this is a year they wanted to get this season in before the summer olympics cuz they want to go to the olympics in china next year but they wanted to get the tv deal done yes now the owners have been taking a big lighter to money cam this year but you're going to get this influx of dough from the tv deal and from seattle coming in in a year where they a year and a half where they burned so much money big for the owners and in, in terms of some stability you know for years to come no i agree and the thing is, Brian, don't you like think about it's this too, right? When you're when you're having this this, this type of sport, you know, I and nothing about NBC. We got the, we got the games before the golf. Like it, it's popular, but I'm just saying, get it on, getting it on the big networks there and letting it grow. It's it's only going to get better. I think there's going to be more deals in the future. I think there's going to be more eyes on the sport. And hey, me and you talked about. It. I think we got a really good thing going. I think it's 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 growing. But there's a couple alterations that we would like to see with the game. And I think we're not the only ones. It's funny. We've been beating the drum for years. And I see some of the people that are kind of getting in the betting world that are talking about things me and you have talked about like a decade ago. <laughs> let, let me throw one, one more at you here in, in this regard on the ESPN thing. I thought the NBC, uh, they do a nice job the way they cover the game. Yep, but I agree. Here's, here's where they win, Cam. The games are going to be on TV. But exactly. where they win... I think the NHL network is an unmitigated disaster that they're showing replays of old games and features all day long. And their one daytime show on a game day is a Toronto Maple Leafs pregame show. That's not out cool. of Toronto. You know, yeah. they should be doing a show from Vegas. Uh, you know, here are the, here's the numbers on the game. Now you got the Scott Van Pelt thing. Believe me, 
Yeah, I'll be making a couple of calls. <laughs> yeah. no, no, they should be doing a betting show. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. You've got ESPN, ESPNU, ESPN2. You know what's going to happen? Where they win is ESPN is going to commit to this. So there'll be all kinds of programming throughout the course of the day leading up, not just a pregame show. Excellent point. And I, I will say one thing, too, and I'm a big fan of Eddie Olchuk, you know, and some of the people at the network. But it kind of bothers me when – you know, we have Hockey Day in Canada, and you guys have Hockey Day in America. And I'm going to be frankly honest. I don't want to see Canadians on the Hockey Day in America broadcast. That's your day. And uh, I, I've been fair that way. It's like you don't see Ron McLean and these guys bringing up guys from the States talking about stuff. But you know what I mean? A lot of these guys in studio, I, th I think they should all be American-born. I think they should be American players. I don't think you should have anybody like born in Canada. That's just, that's just my take, Brian. And I know most Canadians are like, what, what's this guy like? He's actually, you know, talking. To, I'm, I'm just trying to be real. Yeah, like, but, you know I, what I mean? but I would say this to you, and here, to just throw it back at you the other way, it's the darkest day of the year for me, the playoffs start. And it's the best event other than the Masters. The Stanley Cup playoffs, the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, or, you know, the whole tournament is the best thing in all of sports. doesn't matter if you got a dog in the fight. You mm -hmm. know, if, if your team's eliminated, you're – I mean, the other night, I mean, I'm a Sabres fan. They're toast on a stick already. I watched Ottawa and Calgary the other night, yep. and I was so thoroughly entertained, right? I mean, that's the beauty of this sport. You know, Beautiful. The, but the, th the thing about it is, you know, when you get to the playoffs, I want to cry because on the hockey package that I pay for all year long, <laughs> when I get to the playoffs, I have to watch NBC, and Hockey Night in Canada goes yeah. away. And I yeah. love I love the headliners and the news and notes and the information that you get. Yes. I miss that. And it's taken away from me yeah, at the most I, important time of the year. That's a great point. And, no, no, and those guys do a hell of a job. I'm, I'm just saying, though, Brian, it's like one of these things, and it's the one sport where you find, like, it's a geographical thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been telling you about this Canadian division and, like, the hate. Like, we haven't even gotten to the playoffs yet. Like, you should see some of these uh, mm -hmm. conversations that I get into. Like, oh, you leave fan Montreal. Like, like there is general hate. And yeah. we're not even, like, at these – it's like, holy cheese, guys, I know. And now they're playing the same team over and over. I think people are going nuts. It's like a, it's like a par, parlay of COVID insanity, Canadian geographical, uh, you know, uh, oh, this team is a piece of – losers from this city and whatever. And it's just kind of funny to watch. But, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you, Brian. Like, and you're on top of things, too. So you'd like to get your, your sports and information from different angles. And that sucks that they're taking away. And I will say this about them. Like, they're hot stove and stuff. They're, they're all over. They're all over stuff that you don't hear on uh, other broadcasts. All right, my friend. So what's going on on the ice? The Islanders are on a tootsie roll. They've won six in a row. They're now, they've hot. been this dominant team at home. Now, they beat the Bruins the other night 2-1. But don't forget, five of their 11 home wins, or is it six? Uh, has been against the Sabres and the Devils. But who cares? You've got to get the points when they present themselves. You can't squander those opportunities. So the Islanders are in a real good position right now. And the COVID thing strikes again, Cam. It does, uh, you get not much of a bigger name than Sidney Crosby on the outside looking in. Yeah, it was. It, it's crazy. And then the thing is, these guys come back. And i got to be honest with you, Brian. Like, he comes back. He looks great. I can't believe what the Pittsburgh Penguins are doing. Like, I, I know they play the Rangers all the time. But think about this. They picked up the shakeup word text on oh, no, Burke. Exactly. That's the thing. So so Rutherford leaves and it's like, okay. And me and Gabe talked about this. And I think he actually brought up some, some really good points there. It's like Rutherford was like, I think, very close to breaking this thing up. And then, you know, he leaves. So Berkey and Hextall come in there. 
they keep the guys around. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a loyalty thing, right, Brian? Like me and you were working together to go, you know what? We like Brian and Cam. We're going to keep these guys there instead of and they'll go to the wall for you. Yeah, yeah. And now they're going to the, you said it, buddy. And another thing is take a look at what they've done. They picked up Cody Cece from like the, the, the scrap heap from the Toronto Maple Police. The guy's playing great. It's unbelievable to me what when you get a player with confidence who's happy in a situation. And I can't believe it. Like they play the Rangers. The Rangers score the first goal. They just pummel them. Full marks to the Pittsburgh Penguins. I know we're talking about this. Like, I don't care what happens to the end of the year. They've been way better than I thought they're going to be. Brian, Brian, we talked about this team at the at the start of the year as maybe false, like, you know, going to break it up. And I got to give them credit. And you said it, Sidney Crosby and Malkin. You know what the scary thing is? Malkin's starting to play better. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's, that's one way of putting it. Uh, hey, I got to tell you, buddy, you and I before the season both uh, started, both were kind of on board with this. I like Carolina to come out of the East, and yep. they're cranking now, man. Uh, Six-game Tootsie Roll. They are, and think about Carolina is, remember what they're doing, Brian. Like, they have a wicked defense. The thing about them is they have balanced lines. The goaltending's always been an issue. So right now, you know, I trust James Reimer, though. I'm not going to say James Reimer is, like, a great goalie or anything, but he's serviceable. But I'm, I would not be shocked. Would you not be shocked, like, at the deadline? If they... Like the thing is, Anaheim wouldn't do, but like, 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 imagine a guy like John Gibson playing for Carolina. Mm-hmm. They become like, they're Stanley. They're already Stanley Cup contenders now. That's a threat. Like Tampa you know, Bay would be sitting there going, "Oh God." But you, you uh, bring up a good point. I'm telling you, what's coming up, kiddo, is we we talked about this. I probably I think last week on the podcast that the trade deadline's April 14th. But we do believe deals will happen earlier if Canadian teams and American teams are going to do anything. Uh, you know, you got to do these deals early because of the border situation. But on top of that, you know, Buffalo's going to be a complete fire sale. Anaheim, I'm wondering if, if at the end of the day, they say to Getzloff, we love you. You're a duck. We're going to let you go have a chance to win a cup. You know, I mean, I, yeah, imagine, yeah. And then imagine, he comes back. Yeah, and then he comes back. Exactly. Or he comes back. Hey, I'm a duck for a day or something like that. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. And this team, you know, they got to break it up. There's some guys that on that team that are pretty good, but that's the thing. I just want to know what they're going to do with, with Gibson because there's so many teams that just are, are so damn close He's with the goaltender. He faces so many shots. That's the thing. The problem is Anaheim runs him into the ground, and by the time he gets to another team, he's going to be pretty tired. But, uh, yeah, and, and that's the thing, Brian. Like, we're talking about some scary teams, the Islanders. That's the thing. They can win those one to nothing games, those two to one games. We talk about it. They're the Python. They score the first goal. They squeeze you. It's been good. Like, that's the thing. And uh, I don't know what, what you really want to say for like teams of disappointment, but you know, Columbus is a team to me that, uh, you know, they just can't seem to get out of, out of their own way. A team that should be doing a lot better. What's another team? I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you a big one that may have dug too big a hole to get out of. And, but, the way they played in the bubble, and you know, you like the coach, looked like they learned a lot and gained experience. And then Vancouver came out and vomited all over themselves. Now they're getting semi back into the picture. The problem is they've already played 29 games, in they're three points behind Montreal in fourth, but Montreal has five in hand on them. It's a big hole to climb out of. But Demco is now enough of this Holtby nonsense. Hope he's going to probably be the guy they got so they could expose him in the expansion draft. Demko's the guy. Demko is again playing the way he played in the bubble. I think Vancouver can go on a little run here. 
I agree with you. And it was scary, Brian. And you know how good Vegas was. And Vancouver was playing them in those games. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, Demko's going to, like, could he steal this series? Like, Vegas dominated. He almost did. I know. that, And that's the scary thing about hockey in comparison to other sports. You get that red-hot tender, and, man, he looks so damn good. Uh, that's the thing. I don't know how long you're going to ride it out for, buddy, but it's uh, it's pretty wild stuff. I'd be very, very scared to deal with these guys right now. But, you know, they still got to find a way. The defense, they're getting a little bit better. But, yeah, you said it. Vancouver's a disappointing team. They're playing better because of the goaltender, Columbus. Uh, yeah, let me, can I ask you a question? Is Tampa yep. Bay, without Kucherov, they're 18-4-2? You know, is this a good analogy? I'm wondering if, and they won the cup, okay. I'm wondering, is Tampa Bay Gonzaga? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, All right. I love that they, they analogy. Play, they play Carolina. Okay, we like Carolina. But Florida, Chicago, Columbus, Nashville, Dallas, Detroit. It's a joke. Yeah, what are you going to do? So look at at Tampa Bay, 18-4-2. When they get to the semis, if they get to the semis, I think Carolina can beat them. But if they get to the semis, aren't they going to run into a bus because they haven't been tested all year? Yeah. Islanders? Mm Mm-hmm. Boston? Sure. Leafs playing better? Okay. That's the thing. You look at at the team, it's only Carolina – and the thing is, Brian and, and Florida, I think Florida, we've talked about this. Our friend Mark Lawrence. Well-coached. Um, well-coached. Joel Quenville deserves uh, full marks for what he's done with that team. And I'll tell you, though, Florida's finally getting a little bit of goaltending. And they're a scary team as well. I don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs, but you're right. The weakness of the division, like when you're Boston and you play, like like the, the Islanders almost feel like the battles that they play. And you got to look at the division and say, man, you know what's going to make you tougher. And that's a great analogy with Gonzaga, like you saw these guys, you know, I'm betting BYU plus the points. BYU almost won that damn game. And I've said this for a million times. It's a hockey show, but this is what we talk about. Why isn't Gonzaga playing in the Mountain West or the Pac-12? You're not going to get anywhere beating. Hey, it costs them every year when they get to the tournament. that's what I'm saying, Brian. Beating the Pepperdine Waves in the San Francisco Dons is fun, but you know what it's going to get you? Nowhere. You're going to get to the lead eight in the final four, and then you're going to hit a buzzsaw. And it's the same thing with hockey. But that's why why we love each other. We're talking like we can bring it all together with other sports. By the way, I love when you bring up the Pepperdine thing. The coolest mascot, Gritty. Yeah, whatever. The coolest mascot in all sports is the pepperdine wave the guy the guy with the big wave on his head like oh yeah he's fantastic (laughs) he's fantastic how you not be the wave like honestly like i gotta be honestly like imagine your life it's like what do you do i'm 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 the the wave i'm the the pepperdine wave i get laid i live in malibu what what do you want from me like what up like some of these people in california i just look at them and go like what kind of life are you guys they just wake up happier that's why me brian like you used to live on the east coast that's why we're always surly and stressed out and like that. It's just like you know That's what I one mean. Of the yeah. and, this, and this idiot's waking up on a beach. Hey, want to go? Want to go surfing today? Yeah, look, the, the waves look great. Yeah, no, I like Pepperdine. Good, good volleyball school. Uh, hey, you know what? Look, look. I listen. All right, I'm not pushing a panic button, but I'm at least looking at it. Boston three, five, and two in their last ten, and right now they're in fourth, and the Flyers are only a point behind them. Carlos Brian, hurt. Brian, I got great news though. Sorry to interrupt. I got my second win in 16 tonight. A shootout? Colorado in overtime. I actually got I got one tonight. Whoa, that, that, whoa, whoa. That, OT that cl- or a shootout? No, no. It was an OT. Oh, that's that, fine. That, that, that's my record with both. Though shootouts are just, they're, they're even worse. But uh, OTs, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> you know what, Brian? I'll take it. 
and the Kings are leading with seven minutes left. I don't know what I got to do. I got a huge parlay. The first five legs are knocked down. I had Minnesota. I have Colorado. Got the Kings. Uh, uh, what else do we need? I need Montreal. I just need Montreal. They're up uh, one to nothing right now. Oh, geez. You know, Brian, it's going to be a sweatshop. <laughs> you know what the best is? I'm going to be on yeah. the air game, too. It's going to be, all right, right, we're going to be talking about this. I think he's on Vancouver tonight, too. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Hey, you, want, you know what? <laughs> Hey, hey, the big man Mike Cardano go, what are these guys doing? I got to ask you. I'm sorry. I'm asking Cardano you. knows. See, we talk about no, it all. No, I'm asking you on a hockey podcast. You and I are always – I've only played two guys. I played – I went chalky, which I never do, and and, and 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 a grenade. I've only played two guys going into the players. I'm, I'm sure you're all over the map. I'm just, I wonder if my two guys make your six-pack. Go ahead. Well, I like a lot of chalk. These are the guys that I think could win. Justin Thomas. John Rom, Tyrell Hatton, Patrick Cantlay, Joaquin Neiman, and my bomb is Jason Kokrak, and he's about 90 to 1. There's bigger bombs out there. What do you got? I played two guys, and I'll, yep. re- I'll reload as we go. I hate, I hate chalk, but 16 to 1, John Rom. I love John Rom. All right, and he he would he could have won this thing. Remember the year the caddy goes lay up, and he goes no, he's in the bunker on 11. The parfait, the caddy's begging him to lay up, and he's no, I'm going for it. The idiot goes for it, hits him in the water, starts yelling at the caddy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I remember that. He's like, he's trying to help you, John. He's trying to help you. Okay, John. But here, here's the bomb. It was one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen in all of sports history. Guys that play well here can repeat and play well here. Remember, however many years away it goes. Kevin Na had the swing yips. Remember, he had the lead. He couldn't even swing the club. He'd walk away from the ball ten times every swing. Yeah, remember? And, but he is that is gone. He he rolls the rock as good as anybody. He had the fun little moment walking the three footer in with Tiger last year. Kevin Na, hundred twenty five to one. That's big balls, Brian. That's and that's what you bring to the table. It's uh, yeah, that's something I would look at. Another guy I think people uh, before we get to the last hockey thoughts to wrap it up. Christian Bezoutenhout is a guy people need to watch out for. He's about ninety to one. He finished top ten last week. I bet him in Valderrama, Brian. This guy could be a sh- he could be a shocking pick this week. I like him top ten, top twenty. Well, that was fun for me, and I hope a you know, little golf fun for you. But you I know, know it's what you we know, do. The, but you know, the beauty of it is, Cam, and because uh, I know you got another show coming up. Uh, that you've got to get to live. But what, what I would say to you, I do this in all sports, and maybe I'm just a dummy, but it works for me. But whatever works for you, the listener, whatever works for you, if you found something that works for you, do it. I'm an eyeball test kind of guy. But I'm telling you, Cam, I'll, I'll use horse racing analogy and processes in sports betting with cross frames of references, common races, common opponents, and, you know, I would even I could find a way that I could make a golf analogy for something that would apply in this hockey podcast to a team that I, I think, you know, the between the lines and trying to get between the ears of these guys and coaches and scheduling and situational opportunities. The one thing in this sport or this business is there are people and highly respect them, but they will drive themselves off a cliff with their power ratings, Your power ratings, you know, okay. But there's, there's intangibles in the human stuff. Maybe the reason it works for me and it works for you, you know, you've been around me a long time. I think it's because you're old and you're an idiot because we're old. Yeah, exactly. We've been down that road and you know, I use, like, the, like Pat Micheletti, this comes on my Vegas Hockey Hotline show during the week, former player in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about a letdown spot. And I said, Cam, or uh, Pat, I said, you know, it's a letdown spot. 
And you know the coach brings it up. And the players are all well aware of it. And they get out there, and they've been told about it for day, you know, for days. And they get out there, and they're skating in mud, even though they know it's coming. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's human nature, right? It's another thing, Brian. It's so funny. We had all these experts on the golf show and this. And, oh, take Mark Leishman, do this and this. I, my, my, my heart play was Andrew Putnam at 180 to 1. The guy finished top five, and we hit it at 20 to 1. Me and my, bu- my buddy put 50 bucks on it. He won a grand. In his account, he goes, I'm t- when COVID's over, I'm taking you out for beers and wings. I go, you damn right I am. You damn right you are, right? But I'll tell you, no, that's the thing. And the one thing, guys, and Brian and I, we got the show on midnight, but the one angle that's rung true in hockey so far before we wrap it up is this last game of the road trip getting back home. I don't care if you're a good team, a bad team, Brian. That seems to be the one that we've been hitting on almost like it feels like an 80 or 90% clip. It feels like these guys have already got their bags packing. They want to get back home after a long trip. And the one that's coming to you in the very near future, coming to a TV near you, uh, it will be Vegas is ending a six-game road trip at St. Louis on Saturday. And, you know, Vegas is a terrific team. But so far, Cam, every time I've noticed a team with a five-game road trip or longer, the last game, I don't care who you are, Toronto against Vancouver – these guys are checking out mentally. We said it before the season. Sure enough, it's come to pass. It's just these guys want to get home to their wife, their kids, their dog. They want to get out of the hotel room because they're stuck in a hotel room and the rink, and that's it. Exactly, brother. So, hey, Brian, let's just keep on hit, hitting some winners. I got a good vibe tonight that we're going to come through with some stuff, and uh, all the best to you, and we'll just keep on knocking it down. Uh, Saturday, we uh, do the show. Saturday uh, midnight on uh, Sirius Channel 204, we break down the hockey. We talk about the topics of the day, some betting angles, and then it repeats, repeats on Sunday, 7 o'clock in the morning, too. Tune into the Sports Grid Network. Brian's on it. I'm on it. Morency's on it. Scott Farrell's on it. We got a lot of heavy hitters, and the thing it keeps on growing all the time. If you like betting and entertainment we're the we're the station for you and we'll bring it with all sports we bet on everything right brian even Buddy, a couple of cock, even a couple of cockroaches running across the floor we'll bet hey, on it and and look at and you've turned the overtime corner uh, and down the stretch cam comes <laughs> yes a red yes. blur in the stretch <laughs> hey brian i'll take it buddy i'll yeah, take it. i'm happy for you thank you folks for joining us it's the light the lamp podcast